Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Tell It All, where we find hope for our struggles and have a safe place for our vulnerability. I'm your host, Doriani Godoy. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode. I am literally in awe right now (laughs) because um, last week, if you listen to the episode, it was an interesting one. I could not get my mic to work at all to like save my life. And it was very frustrating. So I had to use my computer mic and I, yeah, the quality, you know, sorry guys. But that same week I pushed forward and I was like, I'm going to get a new mic. I do not care. I'm so over this. And I got the one that I've been wanting for months. Like guys dreaming of dreaming of like literally I feel like this famous person who like I don't even know like it just is so cool it's like the black one that a lot of podcasters use and just you know even people that are like singing songwriting like I just am so happy to have it because it's like my dream microphone and it sounds really weird you're probably like Dory you had a dream microphone but yes I did and I'm just really thankful that I could buy it and kind of treat myself because I deserved it and yeah I deserve good things as we all do um okay guys so for today's episode also I'm trying to figure out how to work an interface which is kind of weird because I've never ever used one and I am like learning to use one that and like I can't seem to get the audio to work through my my head my earbuds um so that's another challenge that we have to embark upon but like it's fine it's fine like baby steps you know we learn you learn here you learn there you move you do what you gotta do um but yeah okay so this week's episode I'm gonna talk a little bit about um what happened to me this week so I'm not gonna really be talking about like tips or whatever like a certain season or something like that I'm just gonna be talking about my experience that I like the really like breathtaking life-changing experience that I had at work not at work oh my gosh at church sorry I'm trying to think while I'm also like looking for the exact name of the event that I went to um um hold on just one second Hmm. okay so it's called like presbytery presbytery tory service I think that's what it's called. So basically my church, they have um, different, they had, I think it was four or five different services. I went to two of them and it's basically like these, um, I don't know what the word is to use, but basically they kind of like prophesy over you. So they they just say, you know, they'll go up, they, they choose different candidates like God has put on their hearts and they'll say, you know, God wanted me to tell you this, this, and this. And like, God wanted me to tell you this, this, and this. And, and it was just really beautiful to get to see, like, get to hear people get prophesied over, especially people that I knew. Like, um, so they had, they had two different couples both days and um number one like the first thing that they said when we came in was hey guys like um I like even if you don't get like prophesied over that doesn't mean that none of these you know stories or whatever 
like that doesn't mean that they can't come like they can't impact your life and I think that that's where it for me was the most because I didn't get prophesied over but I still had such life-changing experiences um and so the first night I went and I literally didn't even know what it was. I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I was I was just walking in and I was getting dinner with one of my good friends and I forgot that it was even a thing because I hadn't gone to my church that week. I had gone to Karina's and so um, because I didn't go, I didn't hear about it. And so in the services, they talk about it and stuff like that. And obviously I didn't hear about it, which I think I heard about it like three weeks ago because they do, they like announce things like weeks in advance, but I just like had forgotten about it. So on Mondays, like my church group, like my young adults, they do ultimate. And lately in Texas, it's literally been raining like it ain't nobody's business. And so it rained for the, I think it's like the fourth Monday in a row. So we've literally have not been able to do ultimate at all like at all so they normally do like main event or something like that and so um this time around they were like oh we're gonna go to church like we're gonna go to the service or whatever and I was like oh what is that and I just really felt like God is like okay Dory like I want you to go to that service but I had dinner with my friend and so I texted her and I was like hey um I'm not really sure there's like a service tonight. I'm not really sure if you want to go. Like, And I even gave her like the room to say no because I was like, I don't want to force anyone to go if they don't want to go. So I was like, is there any way that we could get dinner sooner and then we can go later? And she was like, oh my gosh, yes. Like she had been wanting to go also, but I think like she had gone the day before and then she went again. She wanted to go again, but obviously she had dinner with me. So, you know, she didn't want to like, I don't know. I don't know. She just didn't, you know, like we don't know how long dinner was going to go for and stuff like that. So, um, so we came to, to plan that we were going to go to dinner at Chewy's and then we were going to go eat. I mean, we were going to eat at Chewy's and then we were going to go to church. And so, um, which was really cool because I like made new friends and I freaking love them so much and they're so kind and just like, uh, it was so, so good. Um, but so we went and we literally saved like 11 seats. It was 11 of us. And then like the young adults group um, was like, there was multiple rows of young adults group, which was so cool to see that and to like experience that. Um, but okay. So then we like went into it and we were, it was like the worship service was so freaking good. Like I got on my knees, like I was just feeling God so much. It was overwhelming. Like I was like, God is in this room. And for you church folks that know, <laughs> I love saying church folks. Like, I don't know why I love saying that word, but like I, for like us church people, like we know us church people. I don't like saying that because it sounds like we're religious and like, that's not what I stand for, but whatever. So I just say it in my funny accent and then we'll all like, like, it's fine. So church folks. <laughs> um you like you know when you're in a room and like on Sunday morning or oh wow hello Dory said she was going to continue her accent that I uh, ha, um okay that's enough of that um so <laughs> oh my gosh I can't believe my accent came out Blew. okay um thanks uh grew up in Tennessee and Alabama you know it is what it is but so basically like you just know you feel the room like you feel Jesus and you're just like oh my goodness like Jesus is good and he's here and I feel him and it's just amazing and so um we got, I got, like, I was feeling him. I was, like, in it. Like, the momentum was there. And so then there was two couples that got prophesied over. And it was just really, 
really amazing. They were so on point, guys. Like, they were such good, like, people. Like, they prophesied so well. And I really loved one in specific um, because I loved all of them. They all had, like, unique things when they spoke over people. But I really, really loved the woman, and I forgot her name. But she was just so, like, I feel like her gift was speaking words of, like, affirmation over people. And, like, that is so amazing because I feel like that's what I would love like I love doing that like I love telling people like you're freaking amazing like you got this and so it was just like seeing her do that was so amazing like I was she was just speaking over them and of course she would tell them things like God is really asking you to do this and this this and this but she would be like the first thing she would say was like God told me that you're beautiful and that he loves you and that he cherishes you and like to one of the guys he she literally said like I want you to know, like, God loves you. He's obsessed with you. She was like, he literally has pictures of you in his phone. Like, not actually, but just, like, a visual. She's like, and he shows it to everyone. He's like, look, this is my son. Like, look, this is my son. And look, he did this and he did that. And I thought that was just, like, such a beautiful visual to, um, like, I'm smiling so big because I think it's such a beautiful visual to see Jesus excited about us. And, like, he is. He's so proud of the things that we do. And he's so excited to, like, come into our lives and to really just come on in and take, like, not take control, but, like, help us where we can and love us and champion us. And that's just, like, the father that we have. And I don't, I feel like so many people don't get to enjoy that side of Jesus because there's, like, their vision vision of Jesus has been um, distorted. And so it's just, like, guys, if I can give you any hope today, I haven't even gotten to the life-changing part, but it's just there was so much going on and I just, like, I'm feeling that fire again. But if I can encourage you at all to do something, with your relationship with Jesus, it's to literally fall in love with Jesus. Like not just fall in love with his word and like all these things, but like truly dive deep into the to to the character of God, his compassion, his grace, his mercy. That he's a father who champions, he's a father who loves, he's a father who who encourages, a father who shows up, who loves you, who 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 gives you things right when you need them. Oh my gosh, Jesus gives you things right when we need them. Things that like for me like God has shown up so much these last three days like so much guys and it's been crazy and I'm kind of detouring right now for a second but it's like for so long I used to just be like oh God doesn't love me like God hates me and all these things and I'm not saying I don't struggle with that still but when I sit and like I wait and I just think like and I I, I I'm like, oh my gosh, God was in this. Oh my gosh, God was in this. You get like joy out of it. Like, at least I do. Like, I get joyful. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, Jesus was in this. Like, I can see him. And it just like makes me so excited because I'm like, gosh, he's such a good father. And it makes me so excited because I'm like, yes, he does love me. He does want good things for me. He listens to me. He listens to my heart. Even when I don't speak things out loud, he knows what I need. And so it's just so exciting and amazing to get to like have a father who who loves so deeply. And so and I'll give you an example even in that moment what I like two things before like you know, before they started prophesying and stuff like that. So I during I am a very like okay, so two things. One thing is like um in therapy I've talked a lot about finding friends who are like 
who are, who like worship like I do, who um, just kind of feel like I do and just in, who, who inspire me in my relationship with Christ, right? And so at times I would always be like, oh, I'm not, like, I'm not going to find that. And like, obviously I found so much joy in my relationship with Karina, like my best friend. And so, and it's been times where we've sat and like sat down and we love each other's company, like honestly, but we've sat down and been like, oh, it would be really nice to have like a good group of like Christian people around us. And, um, and like, I can't say that I've been praying for that consistently, or if I've ever even truly sat and prayed and said like, Hey Jesus, like I really want this. Um, but when I went on the first service, I think it was it was Monday. When I went to the first service, um, I ran into some friends, like now I can call them friends, um, and who were like friends with Lexi, my friend that I was going to eat with, and she she was friends with them. And I've always admired like the way that they worship, um, and I I don't even know how to word this. Like I just felt like God was like, here, like here's this good gift. Like here's these. God loving girls who are going to champion you and love you well. And I just, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, wow, like God knew I, I wanted this. And so many times like in therapy, like hope has told me like, you are going to have good friends. You're going to have people who are emotionally connected. You're going to have people who are going to show up for you. You're going to have all these really good things. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just like, maybe I'll just have it in Liberty. Like maybe I'll just have it here. But the fact that God it showed up for me knowing, like, I'm leaving, right? And then you would think, like, okay, well, God's, like, whatever. But the fact that he is, like, yeah, you have that want, like, let me give it to you. And I'm not saying this journey has been easy because it hasn't been. But it's, like, I feel, like, so encouraged that I got, like, I get to meet these new people and I get to experience their faith and I get to see it and I get to see their devotion and their tenderness and their, and, and their belief that Jesus is good. And so it's just been really, really, really impactful in my life. And it's been such a different, um, like, atmosphere. It's been a different situation. It's been really, really good. And so I've been so thankful. Like, I say that as if I've been friends with them for, like, five days. But, no, I just meant, like, the two days that I went and sat with them it was really impactful and it was super good. Um, and so, okay. Okay. So now going into, um, like what the life, oh, and then the second one. Okay. You know what? Whatever. I'm going to tell you guys every single freaking detail because I love what happened that day. And I just want y'all to know, and I want you to enjoy it with me because it was a happy day. Um, and so also like the second thing where I was like, whoa, like God was listening and he answered so quickly. So we were in, um, we were sitting down or whatever, and I was sitting beside Lexi, my friend, and I, like, physical touch is, like, my love language with my friends and my family, like, um, obviously, like, my significant others. I say others as if I have multiple. Um, I meant, like, my past things, um, my past guides or whatever, but, um, I love to grab people's hands, like, while I'm at church. Like, I love, like, you know, maybe, like, a little knee squeeze or, like, a little, like, oh, let me grab your hand. And honestly, I think the perfect person for that, which is so funny. Okay, I'm detouring so much, but it's okay. So, Hope, um, I've, like, talked to her about my consultant, but she's also, like, one of my best friends. And um, we've gone to church a couple times together, but we went, like, I think it was two weeks ago I went to church with her. And... Hope is the exact same way as me. Like our personality types are the exact same. We like love languages are like one of our um 
did I say love language? Physical touch is one of our love languages. And so both were, we were both thriving because we were like holding each other's hands and like loving on each other. And like, which is weird because people are going to be like, what the freak? Like, why do people do that? But that's just like, it's just a way of connecting with people. And I don't see anything wrong with it. And I mean, like, you know, I love me some boys. So it's not like weird or anything. It's just like the way that people love. Um, and so Lexi was sitting beside me. And then um, I was like, I, w- I wanted to like love on her like that and stuff like that. But, you know, we're, you know, our friendship is starting up and I just didn't know if that was something that, um, you know, she was comfortable with. I'd never want to, you know, overset boundaries and stuff. And I prayed to Jesus, like, God, you know that this is like how I love well, like this is how I love my friends. And so I was like, I really want to, and I feel the urge to like love on her like that. But um, if you can, I was like, but I don't really want to initiate it. So if you could just, you know, do your thing and maybe initiate it yourself. And literally out of nowhere, like, I think, I don't even remember, but Lexi, like, reached over and, like, did, like, the knee squeeze, like, like, hey, bud, or something like that. And I literally was like, oh, my gosh. And then after that, of course, like, you know, in, like, moments where it was hard or I was, like, tearing up, like, we, like she would grab my hand or I'd grab her hand and, you know, stuff like that, like, little bits of, like, affection, um, that were loving, that was like, hey, I'm here for you, like, you got this, like, love you so much, stuff like that, so it was really, really crazy, because I texted her the next, like, that night, and I was like, hey, just really honest moment, I want you to know that, like, um, like, I love loving people like this, like, I love giving hugs, I love grabbing people's hands, like, I love just being, basically, like, just loving on people like that, and, um, I was like, I wasn't really sure if you were going to be 100% comfortable with it. Um, I did feel like a little bit anxious and stuff. And she was like, I'm normally not like that at all. But I like just with a few people and like, I guess you're one of the few. And then um, and then she said, like, um, what was the other thing? Oh, she said, I just really felt like Jesus was telling me to like reach out um, to you in that way. And I was like, oh. Jesus told you to do that after I asked him, like, what do you, what do you mean? Like, I don't know. It was just really amazing because like my faith in Jesus is big, but in just in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, he listens. And I think it's so amazing because God knows our heart. God knows that we love him. God knows that like we are his children, that we trust him, that we believe in him, that we like all these things. But it's so crazy to see God still show up for you when like like, literally like a parent like you know your mom shows you how to walk but she's still gonna be like hey watch the watch your step you're gonna trip you know she doesn't just like she's like oh you're walking now whatever like let me not protect you from other things that could hurt you you know so it's like God's like oh you 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 got this thing of like kind of trusting me down okay that's cool but let me still show up for you and like let me still show you why you should trust me and and how I'm gonna show up for you for the rest of your life like you know what I mean I don't know it's just so cool okay 19 minutes in and I literally haven't talked not once about well I guess everything that happened was super life-changing but like the big event that I was like I really want to talk about this um so wrapping that one up um I okay so I did not get prophesized over but that's okay because what happened um after the service was so impactful like I was in awe of it like I'm telling you guys I have never never in my life ugly cried that 
hard in church. Like normally I try to like keep my composure a little bit. And a lot of it is like my performance. Like before I had heal or before I was going through therapy and going through healing, I was like, oh no, no, no. Like I can't be crying. Like, you know, what are people going to say? What are people going to think? Like all these things. And, um, when these two things happen, which I'll get into, I was literally crying so, 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 so hard. Like, during both things. And I was just like, I need to calm down, I need to calm down. And then I, rem- like, I just kept, like, hearing myself be like, no, like, come on. Like, you preach vulnerability. You have to show that. And not, like, show it to people, but, like, show it to myself. That I do have permission to cry when I feel like crying and that I am allowed to show emotions because the people around me aren't going to tell me like shut down your emotions this is disgusting blah 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 blah. like no and so okay so the first thing is like what the woman that I was telling you guys about earlier about how like I love her words of affirmation stuff so um after they finished the people that God had put on their hearts they um two of the um people they went up and did two different things, one about a mom and one about a dad, and it wrecked my life. So the first, the lady talked about moms, and she was like, I'm going to talk to the mamas that are here tonight. All right, ladies, like, let's talk. And so um, she was, I'm not a mom, but she was saying it over the thing, so obviously I could hear it. Um, But she was just saying, she was like, moms, we need to start praying for our kids. We need to start, um, like, like, if our kids want to go into ministry, they better be like not fearful at all because they know they have a prayer warrior as a mom and like all these things. And that was really, really, really hard for me to hear, guys, because um, I don't know if you guys know this, but like my, well, I talked a little bit about my Catholic background, but my mom and my entire family, like they're Catholic, like they're not Christian and stuff, which is fine. Like I think Christian is everybody really, like if you believe in Jesus. But um, it's just, like, our faiths are very, very, very different. And I, like, I kind of practice my faith a lot more than my mom does. And I just have never heard my mom, like, pray for me. Like, she's told me before that she's, like, prayed about it or, like, asked God to, you know, do something in me or, like, protect me or something. But I just, like, I, I think I didn't under, like, I didn't think, I was so upset about this until they said that, um, until she said like the ministry part, especially because I think for me, it's really, really hard because I have a lot of Christian friends and I know that all their moms are like praying for them and their moms are praying for me at times too. Cause they're like, I had you on my mind. Like I'm praying for you, girl. I love you so much. Like stuff like that, which is so amazing to my heart. But, um, I just didn't, like, I didn't know that I was so sad about the fact that my mom, that in my brain, like, my mom isn't a prayer warrior because she doesn't, I don't really ever hear her pray for me or pray about me or anything like that. Like, I don't know if she does or doesn't. I honestly was too afraid to ask that at that night, like, afterwards, because I was either afraid that the answer would be a lie or that she would tell me, like, no, I'm like, yeah, I pray here now and then because I feel like that would have hurt even more, which I already, like, I'm already so hurt that I think that she doesn't pray for me, but just, I don't know. It was really hard because obviously you guys know, like I talk about God on my podcast. That's literally every single episode. I talk about Jesus. Jesus is my life. And, um, 
And so it's not like I'm going into ministry, at least like not right now, I guess. Like, I don't know. But I am talking about God, which means like you guys know, like the battle of the enemy is real. And so I feel like a lot of times like the enemy attacks me with like my thoughts and like stuff like that. Like, just like, do I believe that this is what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, just like a lot of like negative thoughts and making it hard or whatever the situation is. And so, um... It, it was really, really, like, I was just, like, I was crying. Like, I was so sad. And um, one of the things that I've learned through, like, healing and also just through, like, The Connected Life, which is a podcast that I listen to and stuff like that, is that, like, we're allowed to grieve things in our life. Like, we're allowed to grieve, like, even if we didn't, like, if there's no death, there still feels, like, a really big sadness and that's grieving, like, when you're, like, grieving the loss of something or the fact that you didn't have something, and so, I don't know, it just, it just really hit a spot that I've never, ever um, felt, and I think for a really long time, I've suppressed the fact that I'm upset that my family isn't, like, they're not on the same, like, level as me in the sense of how I feel about Jesus, not even, like, my salvation, but just, like, how I feel about Jesus and like how at like how dedicated I am to him and stuff like that like I think I think at times like people will ask me about it and stuff and I'll be like oh it's totally fine like I'm fine but I think at times it's it's harder than than I think and I think that I don't ever really come to terms with that I don't really talk about it to myself or to really anyone because I'm just like oh just put in the back of my head it's not a big deal like it's it's whatever it's okay to be alone in this but I don't know I guess like it's hard because other families get to enjoy you know going to church together and talking about Jesus and you know being like you got to put your trust in God which I mean my mom does say those things like um like when it comes to finances, I don't think I've ever seen anyone trust Jesus more than my mother. Like, it is crazy because even if she's not, like, praying for, you know, me and my podcast and stuff like that, like, there have been little things that my mom has taught me about Jesus that have been really, really, really good um, and have been, like, impactful. And so I think it's, I think, I mean, it's, it's a give and take type of situation, but yeah, so that kind of started like the crying for sure. Um, and it was, it was just like, it was a lot, <laughs> like my crying was a lot, but okay. So that kind of like started the crying because I was like, this is really sad. Like, and, and honestly, <laughs> like, I think people like were looking at me and they were like, why is she crying? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like people did not understand because it wasn't something that was supposed to be sad. Like it was literally just like, hey, mamas, like you guys need to start praying for your kids, like all these things. And it just triggered, like it just touched something in my soul that I had no idea I was suppressing. And it just like the waterworks began. Um, and so I don't know, it was just weird. But not weird. It was so good. It was just, it was like different because I was like, wow, I did not realize that I needed this. And then, oh my goodness, the second thing that happened, I, uh, like it, it still makes me tear up probably till like right now, like talking about it is weird and it's hard in a way. Um, like it's not hard, but it's just, it's different for sure. So, um, I, they, okay. So one of the guys went up, um, he was, he was a gentleman. He was a man. Um, he went up and he says that 
he believes that. Okay, so he says that God told him, like, you're going to be, um, like, a father figure to a lot of people around the world. Like, you are going to kind of, like, heal um, some of the dad wounds in people. And, um, oh, my gosh, it's so hard for me to talk about it because it was just so crazy and I don't want to start crying but um and so he was saying he was like I feel like there's a lot of people in this room with like broken hearts over their fathers um and who have like a lot of dad wounds and I just oh my gosh I started bawling like the other one was kind of like tears were coming down I was just like like breathing breathing but like oh when they started talking about dads I lost it I was crying so hard and um to the point where like okay maybe I'll tell you the story and then ah, whatever um my heart guys I've never in my life like felt my heart beat that fast ever 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 like I felt it in my throat I could feel the beat in my throat and I was like I was like, oh my gosh, like, am I having a heart attack? Like, I got, like, I would obviously didn't think I was having a heart attack because I, I don't think your heart beats that fast when you're having one. I don't really know. I've never had one. Um, so, <laughs> duh. Um, but, like, I don't know. It was so, I was like, I could, I put my hand on my chest and my heart was like, it was beating so hard. Like, I could feel it through. Obviously, you can still feel it, like, if you put your hand right. But it was, it was just crazy, okay? It was just overwhelmingly crazy. Um, but he was just saying, he was like, I just want to, I want to be a dad figure for you right now. And he was like, and I want you to know that, um, I'm so proud of you and, oh, I'm getting teary -eyed. <laughs> and I am just, I love you and I think you're amazing. And he just like started saying all these like really like good affirmations and it was, it was just like it was really good and, um, hard all in one because I don't know guys, like this is hard for me to say, but, um, I don't know. I have my dad, um, and my dad's, you know, he's kind of like, I would say in and out of my life in the sense of like, he calls every now and then and we text every now and then. And I've like gone and visited him when he used to live out of the country and all these things. But, um, like my dad and I have like a really weird relationship. Um, because my dad, like I, he didn't raise me, you know what I mean? Um, I came to the States when I was four years old and we just like separated um, and so a lot of our conversation was like through the phone and it really wasn't through the phone. Like, I think he would call, like, I don't really ever remember talking on the phone with my dad ever, except for one time. Um, but I would think that he called other times, but, um, so yeah, so my dad, <laughs> I feel like this is so vulnerable and it's so hard for me to say it, but if I want to finish the statement, then I have to say it. Um, like I've never had my dad, not that I remember, um, 
like my dad tell me like I am so proud of you and I am so proud of like the woman you're becoming and I'm so proud of like how hard you work and I'm so proud of how like intelligent you are because a lot of times when my dad has complimented me it's always been wrapped around with my mom so it's always been like your mom did such a good job and um like I will always thank your mom for like the amazing woman that you turned out and stuff like that but it's never it's never and it, it we always talk about it whenever we're like just talking about you know moms and like care like how people turned out and stuff like that and um I think I it's hard because I'm like I would have loved to just have a dad who is like I'm so proud that you you know get all A's or like get A's and B's like I'm so proud that you um or just saying like I just I'm so happy that you exist you know what I mean like like parents are supposed to be happy that their kids exist and that their kids like just are in their lives like that just is a fact you know and so um I don't know it was just really hard for me to hear that and and so um I I was bawling like trying really hard to hold like compose myself and at the same time like crying so hard and so I talked um he was saying, he was like, I want all of the pastor dads, like all the pastors that are dads to come up. And then even if you're not a pastor, if you're a volunteer or something like that, because he just felt like there was going to be a lot of people who were coming up. He was like, if you're not a pastor or anything like that, totally understand. But if you can come up to, he was like, I really think that there's a lot of people in this room who need a father hug. And, um, I was just like, oh my gosh. And, I was literally like almost first in like first in line. Like I before he even called people up, I was like passing through my row and about to like walk up. Like I was so ready and I just and that was when my heart started beating really really fast and I don't think I was like nervous to go up. I just felt like I think I knew that what was going to happen in that moment was going to change my life. Um and so I went up and the person, like, I don't even know his name. I saw him the next day because I won again, but he hugged me and I could, like, I couldn't compose myself. Like I was crying so hard. Like, you know, that cry that you're like, ah, like, just like crying, like so hard and you just like can't even breathe. He was hugging me so hard and he was just like, he was like, you're okay. Like, you're okay. Like, um, he was like, let it out. And I was like trying to control myself and he was like, let it out, let it out. And and then these words that he, these little tiny words, he was just like, I'm here. Like, that's all he said. He was like, I'm here. And I was just, I don't even know. Like, I, it healed something in, inside of me that I didn't even know could be healed by such a little phrase. Um, because, guys, I think that, and I don't want to be wrong, but not that I remember. I don't think I've ever had a male figure in my life. My uncles are amazing, and I love them with my entire heart. And I love my dad. But I don't think that I have ever cried really, really hard and been in a very vulnerable state and had, like, one of my uncles or my dad or let's not even say, like, my uncles, like, a male figure hug me and be like I'm here you're safe like you're gonna be okay you know just just show up like that because that is 
that's what our dads are supposed to do. Like our dads are supposed to show up for us and we're supposed to be like their little girls and we're supposed to be in their arms with life gets really hard and cry over heartbreak or cry over like a failed exam or something like whatever you're crying about. But I truly believe like not just the mom, but the dad also needs to show up for the daughter. And so thinking, I don't think my dad has ever hugged me like that, like ever and told me like you're safe like most of the time when I'm crying around my dad it's because we've had a really big fight and it got ugly like that is just the truth and so um I just I don't know it was just I walked out of there and I was still crying like thank goodness for Lexi she held me and she was just like I know it's hard like I know this is such a hard thing and I am just really really thankful that she was there and that you know, she had that reaction that like hugging me was right where she needed. And so it was, it healed. It first opened a door that I didn't realize I had closed and then it had healed it. And, um, I think it's crazy because God was like, I want you to go to this service. Like, I want you to go. And I was like, what even is this? Like, how, how is this going to be different? You know what I mean? But I was like, whatever, they'll have worship and I love worship. So that'll do. Um, but oh my gosh, like it was, I, I think it, it, it was just so crazy. Like I was talking and it sounded like I was sick. Like my mom was like, do you feel sick? Like as soon as I walked in, I was like, no, I just been crying. And you know, she's like, oh, church was hard or whatever. Cause it's, I don't know guys, for me, it's really hard to like tell my mom why I'm crying, especially when like half of it had to do with her. Um, but and then, like, I called my best friend to, like, tell her what was happening. Um, and I, like, she was like, are you sick? And I'm like, no, I'm not sick. Like, I literally just been crying so freaking hard. Um, and then the song they played afterwards, which which has been my anthem for the last, like, I don't even know how long. Like, the last three months, like, champion. I don't know. I think I've talked about the lyrics in the song. Um, but it played and so many of the words just like stayed in my soul like number one like god you are my champion because I was like he's won every battle for me like every battle this was a battle and we won it together god knew exactly what I needed to succeed and we did it um and then when it the part where it was like I am who you say I am um I was like on my knees after like crying so hard and then we were worshiping and then I got on my knees and I was bawling and I was just saying those words like over and being like, I am who you say I am. Like I am wonderfully made. I am loved. I am something people should be proud of. I am good. I am loved. I am seen. And like just speaking these words like over myself because I really am those things like God tells us that we're wonderfully made, that we're loved, that we're cherished, that we're unique, that he's in awe of us, that he literally is like, that's my child. Yes. Like he gets so excited to get to talk to us every day and he gets so excited to read his word and get to know him a little bit better. And so it was just such a journey and like obviously like I was crying on my way home and I was listening to Champion and um so I was like talking to God about like my podcast and stuff because I was like God like I wish you would have like allowed one of these like people like the the um who are prophesizing to say 
something to me like about my podcast because in that moment I just like needed affirmation and I was like I really need to hear like what you have to say about it and another part of the lyrics of which this is going to sound a little bit conceited and it's not supposed to be like this like at all like but the song says like when I speak uh, miracles will happen or something or happen I don't remember the exact lyrics but I felt like God was like Dory that's you like that's your voice like your voice does have a purpose and it does speak into people's lives and you have to just believe that because I believe that and because I'm with you and I think one of the things that was also said to one of the girls um she didn't like the person who was talking over her she like prophesizing she didn't tell um like she didn't know her and she was like I don't know what you're doing but I want you to know that you're qualified and I want you to know that you're ready and that you don't have to have a degree and you don't have to know it all and you don't you just have to take that step and do it she was like you and she said I think she was like started crying because it really did it was something that was happening in her life she was like you are qualified she was like do you know Jesus and she was like yeah she's like then you're qualified because you have him by your side and so I think that and that was another thing that spoke so loudly to me too, because I was like, whoa, um, because there's times guys that I sit here and I'm like, what am I doing? Like, am I even qualified to do this? Like, I'm not a pastor. I'm not like a counselor. Like, I don't know anything. Like who even put me on this, who even gave me this platform and gave me this mic and all this computer and technology? Like who did this? Who, whose idea was this? Um, and I think God was just trying really hard to be like Dory you are, you can do it. Like you have me by your side. So you got this. And I don't know, it was just such a good reminder this weekend, not even weekend. It's literally been three days, but I feel like life has been so life-changing these last three days that it's felt like it's been two weeks. I don't know. But, um, I am just so, so, so thankful for what happened. And, um, I'm just really thankful that I get to share this with you guys because it was so life-changing to me. Um, And I hope that you guys got a little bit out of, you know, what I was saying, whether it's, you know, trusting God more or allowing God to show up for your life and to be in the details and stuff like that. Um, And, you know, guys, I, like I said, like I would try really hard to preach vulnerability and that's what I'm trying to do with y'all. So that's what I was like, let me just tell them this story that was really hard for me because, I love storytelling. I think it's a lot of fun, but also just because I, it was impactful in my life and it was really life-changing. And I was like, I got to tell them, they got to know because it was so good. Um, but yeah, guys, that's about all I got for you today. Um, it was amazing. And if you can get a chance to go to any type of service like that, I highly recommend it. Um, and if you guys have any questions, you guys know my social media, it's in the description. You guys can reach out to me and I will get back to you as soon as I can. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Don't forget to, um, subscribe to download the episode, leave a rating. Um, those things really help me out and I appreciate them a lot. Um, All right, guys, thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys on the next episode of Tell It All.